Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 99. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everybody. So we are inching closer to the 100 number. Can't get closer than this. No, it can't. The very next episode is 100. Guess what comes after 99? 100. 100. Yeah, and so let's start directly with the topics. Okay, and let's pick up from uh, where we left last time and talk about sports. Uh, Pankaj Adwani, a 24-year-old kid, has become the new world professional billiards champion. Don't call him a kid. He's he's 24. He's kid compared to yeah, me. Ah. No, because you make me feel small now. Because I haven't <laughs> done much. I'm 26, and I guess he's won himself a slew of awards already, and now he's number one. Exactly. Yes. And uh, on so on Monday, he defeated. Uh, the defending champion Mike Russell by a, a sufficient uh, margin, and he's only mm-hmm. the second Indian to do this to win the professional championship. And if I'm not wrong, the first one was Geet Sethi, and he had done it back in 1996. Yes, when so we were kids, we when we were kids, uh, and uh, we used to play that uh, pool, which was a big craze. I don't know how many of you all, the ones who are listening, if you were in India back in '96, you must recall that it had gripped the whole of Mumbai, if not India. Suddenly everybody was playing pool and people would bet on it and Taisa Taisa did his way to play pool. It was a big game back then. Yeah, it was fun. But this is, billiards is like completely a different ball game. I mean, you know, ball game. But yeah. the, the, <laughs> the, the, the rules are also different is what I mean to say. This is Adwani's third attempt. And uh, he, the the last two times, yeah, what a loser, right? He won in the third, yeah. uh, the third time. What? But uh, he's earlier in the... <laughs> In the earlier attempts, he reached the quarterfinal stage in 2007 and 2008. And 2009 was his lucky year. Hmm. And then to Finally further... broke the jinx. Yeah, completely. Then to further make you, make us feel smaller, even smaller, I should say. Uh, let me give you a list of his achievements. Now, this is only a partial list. So, please bear with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2004, he gets the Arjun Award. Which is, which like, is uh, I guess, the highest sporting award that an Indian can get. Yeah, exactly. Then, wow. in 2005, he gets the Rajiv Gandhi Khel Ratna Award, which is the mm-hmm. highest uh, sporting award that an individual gets in a year. Okay? <laughs> There's no political, man. Rajiv Gandhi Award. Let's get in a Gandhi somewhere. We need an award Rajiv Gandhi. So, <laughs> in 2009, but don't worry. Yeah, in 2009, he got Padma. He got Padma oh. Shri Award. Uh, and 2000, in this year, he got... Uh, this championship itself. So, good job. Big. That's big. Yeah, that's huge. He must be doing something, right? <laughs> yeah, well. No, and is this a sport? Is this a sport? Uh, that's another question. I guess you had mentioned your definition of sport last time around. <laughs> yeah. Is what? I don't recall. I think I got a couple of emails also saying that you, you don't think F1 is a sport. You sweat a lot, a bucket in that and you lose 5 kgs of weight. It's not a sport according to you. What I meant yeah, was... Your yeah. definition was what? My uh, definition was, if you don't sweat doing it, it's not a sport. But then remember, listen guys, carefully, okay, when we talk. It, I had also mentioned that I consider chess as a sport because it requires intelligence, special prowess. Not everyone has it, especially me. So, that is a sport. How about carom? Carom is a carom. sport. It doesn't require much intelligence. You just have to go to a club on a Sunday... You know, it's an easy easy sport to play, but unfortunately, it hasn't been given that status. Uh, the World Championship, etc., is not played. 
for Karam for some apparent reason it has started in India. Yes, it's been started. It's see, it's a poor man's billiards. If you really look yeah. at it, it's not different from billiards. It's the same thing. Billiards is too costly, I guess. It's too elitist. You know, you got to wear a bow and all to play that. So. Oh yeah. And you you know what? Now tell me, what is a billiards player called? It's not obviously not called a billiards player. Okay. Uh, a guy with a stick. <laughs> No, I don't know. It's Tell slightly me. more sophisticated than that. The first, the the player is called a cueist because he. Cueist. Yeah, yeah. Both the danda is called a cue. Right, right. Or is no. the is the ball called a cue? No, no, no. The danda is called a cue. Okay, all right. The danda. So he, yeah. So cueist is uh, what they are called. Mm. But let let's move on to other uh, topics. Apna in tennis, in in sports itself, it's been a fantastic week. Okay, continues the week. The sporting. Uh, charm yeah luck continues for india pace and bhupati are going to slog it out against each other in the us open doubles championship yes so basically the cup is coming home at least is what the media is saying ah. yeah so yeah so it's just sad that they can't play together otherwise they would have won all the grand slams they would have, they have done it before right back in 99 and Yeah, they've won. I think some six Grand Slams together. Together, but not one all in the year. That would have been really. Oh no, that is that's like a golden Grand Slam. I don't know anybody has done it in doubles or in singles. Yeah, so let's see, let's see what's going to happen, and um, we'll come to know. No, I, I just love the way Leander Page plays. I mean, back in '96, he had beaten or he lost to Andre Agassi in uh, Olympics, and he had gotten a bronze to India. Yes. and he still looks the same fighter today when he plays out there when he gets a point he still has that adolescent uh, characteristic in him which as a point milne ke baad you exult right yeah and that and so mahesh bhupati and mahesh bhupati is exactly the opposite he is he has hmm. no emotion he is emotionless he is a robot while he plays because yeah. i saw these guys play together in davis cup against pakistan and for uh-huh. some reason pace was like all charged up and all those things he had probably taken a few pills and all pills in the sense you know not enhancing but you know what i mean he was yeah, like right. anything that he did he shouted at uh, this guy shouted bole to exalted and uh, and bhupati used to be he like yeah up for bhupati's state dinner yeah exactly and bhupati is like big words right? don't you think exalted yeah i think you know it's we are, yeah we are getting uh, good we are getting uh, better at uh, talking Okay. Yeah. So you got to use all these things. So yeah, if they were uh, throwing tomatoes on the internet, if there was a way, I would have gotten a few already. <laughs> no. What well, happened to you guys? So <laughs> yeah, but no, let's not leave. Let's. Uh, there is one point that I want to talk very seriously. Okay. We always talk about the players and all this, uh, and and the other people involved, the coaches, managers, but we never talk about the umpires. Okay. Now I if you're going to bring up cricket then I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no 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 this is there are okay. five umpires of Indian origin officiating in the US Open Grand Slam. Of I mean, Indian origin were they bred in India or again is it the kind that no, they were born is, in London like, brought up in London? No 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 no. I know as far as I know they are like dal bhat khane wale haath se khane wale Indian uh-huh. okay, so they are like that type of Indian Indian company. Use your hands while eating. <laughs> exactly. Uh Abhishek uh, Mukherjee is one of them. Uh, Abhaya Parthi, Vivek Kumar, Revati Sudhakar, Mohan Mukherjee, and now these guys are the uh, you know the officials at the U.S. Open this time, and they are also going to be probably they are going to be at the next year's Wimbledon, yeah, this coming Wimbledon and the Australian. So oh, I think they've got one of the most uh, high-pressure jobs 
because yeah, the man. ball goes at what 150 kilometers an hour, and you have to be like, like in a stooped position. And if the player challenges your call, and if it happens way too often, then you could get sacked. And then you are subject to public humiliation when the player challenges what you have said, and then it's been splashed on a 80-inch screen, and 50,000 people looking at that you made a mistake. Instant feedback milta with people saying, "Oh, and all these things." So yeah, it can be sometimes challenging. So, Only in tennis, though, it doesn't really happen in uh, cricket. <laughs> cricket match, I could say, "Okay, okay, man, what's the big deal? I'll get it right the next time." Yeah, what the umpire says. It's that hard now in cricket. Yeah, exactly. Let's keep the human factor in and all these things. Yeah. yeah, well. So, and by the way, I just got an update on my RSS um, feed here. Um, not the political party, the the Google RSS reader. Raj mm-hmm. Singh, Raj Singh Dhungarpur, if you recall him, has just passed away. This morning, and oh. so yeah, Raj Singh Dungarpur. I guess back in back in '96 uh, World Cup, he was the guy who was at the helm, like Jagmohan Dalmia was for a long time. Yeah, I think he, he was he was an integral part of the whole team, and this is when cricket was had its renaissance period, when cricket actually took off as a business. Okay. Uh, and after the match fix, I mean, during that those days, <laughs> yeah. match fix, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't exactly mean business that way, but yeah, that that too. Um, that too. And uh, so he was one of those guys. He and I didn't know that he was royalty. He comes from the royal family of Rajasthan of Dungar mm-hmm. district. So uh, I didn't know. Another Ganguly. Yeah, another mm. Ganguly. But Ganguly is not a prince or anything. This oh, he is. Like, he is. He's got. He's a prince of Kolkata and. Uh, His dad was royalty or some something of that sort, according to John Wright in his book Indian Summers. He said that. Oh really? He's like a prince. Yeah. I just thought he he's called Prince of Calcutta because boycott came up with that because he came. No, from no, no. He is indeed a prince of Calcutta. Had there been that uh, princely state rule etc., he would have been the next guy. What? I didn't know this. Yes. How come I yeah, didn't know this? Seriously. He's got a he's got a mansion like a palace out there in Calcutta. Is what the book says. I don't know if anybody is <laughs> from Calcutta. Yeah, you can throw more light on that. <laughs> oh my God, I'll check it up. I'll have to check this up. I didn't know this, but cool. Mm-hmm. Ah well. So yeah, just just a passing reference that just popped yes. up on my screen. So uh, yeah, and uh, talking about cricket, India is uh, back on is not back. India is is the number one side in One Day International today. Great. I mean, after so many years of cricket, they find a time when ODI is on its decline. We say, okay, let's stop the charts. <laughs> Not many players are playing well, and other countries are too tired of too much cricket. But yeah, I mean, there is good credit, and I guess Sachin Tendulkar for once would be proud because after playing for 20 years, finally, yes, part Some... of a team which is number one. Number <laughs> one. No, yeah, I, I sort of feel sad for the bat. But talking about Tendulkar, did you know that um, the bat, his bat sponsors have been MRF for all these years. And this year he has signed a new deal with uh, guess who Reebok. Reebok. Yeah. So Emma was endorsing Adidas as well. I mean, so oh, conflict. Yeah, no, in fact, Adidas has bought over Reebok, so I think it must be a deal. Ah. Adidas has bought over Reebok, right? Oh, so Reebok is just a brand now. Yes, yes, it's not a an independent company. It's been bought ah. over by. Ah, so yeah, Adidas. okay. So that that you know that explains it. So, so uh, Sachin's bat is going to ha- carry the Reebok sticker instead of the very well-known MRF bat. Car. And do you know who goes who who replaces Sachin? No. It's Gautam Gambhir. Gautam Gambhir, Gotti. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't say Gu- 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 Gu-
We don't like words like goatee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a brilliant player, by the way, Gautam Gambhir. Yeah, I know. So, but you yeah, are he, investing in youth. Exactly. I think so. Yeah. But I don't know whether Sachin didn't want to sign with MRF because come on, who wouldn't want Sachin, right? And hmm. because his bat is like a mini billboard, probably the most expensive and smallest billboard in the world. Yeah. But that is what it is. So. Uh, Sachin was getting paid something like three to four crores uh, from MRF to carry that no. logo. Now Reebok. pocket change for Sachin. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But Dhoni still remains the number one brand ambassador, brand endorser in cricket mm. as of today. But who cares? Sachin. Rock. Yeah, seriously. Uh, this well. used to be big news some five to seven years ago when there was so much money in cricket. Now it's like okay, there there is a benchmark. Yeah, now it it comes as a surprise if he's not getting paid in. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the biggest, I guess, the biggest news was. Do you recall when Sachin signed some hundred crore contract five along years. with Mark Maskarinis for five years? Yeah, five years. Yep, yep, I do, and that was huge. That was big news, right? And he was twenty-five. <laughs> he was twenty-five. Yeah, oh it was Sachin. Now it was Sachin then, and now you have this Pankajadwani guy. Ah, hmm. uh, hate these people. Well. Uh, Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on before we go into division. But yeah. uh, RSS. Now I'm talking about the political party. First is Swayam Sevak Sangh. Can you say that without fumbling? Come on. Ras Swayam Sevak Sangh. No, not that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not that. Okay. I thought you would fumble and I would make a joke and all that, but uh, never mind. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, sorry to disappoint you. But yeah. the Sir Sanchalak of RSS. Now you will ask me what is Sir Sanchalak. Yes, that means the president. The president. Then why don't you just say president? Because it's Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh, right? I mean, they right. cannot say president of Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh. That would go against their policy of being Hindutva. Exactly, and yeah, that base is like you know, let's talk, yeah. let's be pure, and all those things. So, anyways, now, so Mohan Bhagwat, who is a sarchanchalak, that is a president of RSS, was visiting Gujarat, which is an RSS stronghold, and it's it's considered. Uh, a big deal to be visiting Gujarat for an RSS president for the first time. He he spoke at a political he spoke at a rally there rather, saying that no political party in the country was quote unquote dear to the Sangh, nor any party its enemy. मतलब BJP what basically is that BJP is not our party nor are we uh, against Congress. Yeah, and this comes after uh, the previous episode where you mentioned that they are meddling with whatever it is uh, the BJP is doing with their leadership, their strategy, and strategy. Yeah, they, they basically drew a complete org chart for them and uh, the the strategy as to how they should move ahead. And now okay. a week later they say this. So this flip flopping is going on out there now, which which uh, you know got me interested in finding out about what these guys are rss and all those things you also mentioned that you know it sounds interesting rss has a form day and all this last time yeah yeah no, last time so um i came up with uh, i found this article on readif.com an interview mm-hmm. of dr walter anderson the associate director of south asian program at john hopkins university school of advanced international studies Uh, that sounds big. I'm tired. I need. Yeah, exactly. That sounds big and it sounds important. Uh, and he has also written a book on Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh, which is RSS called A Brotherhood of Saffron. You see, all the guys from US, UK come down here and write books. I remember Freedom at Midnight, which is the yeah. definitive book on partition, was written by two foreigners, Dominic 
Clapier and Collins. Yeah, because we don't audience for this. Yeah, Anyone because we are busy fighting, no? Because we don't, nah, we don't, we don't like studying what has happened. It's like how do I pick the next fight? Is what we I'm are like doing. the actors, you know what? You keep the camera rolling. I don't care. You direct it, publish it. Yeah, exactly. You just so, fight about us. So this yeah. guy, so Dr. Walter Anderson is an authority uh, when it comes to talking about RSS. Okay, so these and these are his comments. Whatever I'm going to be talking about, what he has been saying is that whatever is happening is very unlike RSS. Okay. फर्स्ट And no, so in other words, it only means that it is if people are talking about RSS more today than any other time in in its 60 years of existence, is that they could become the new opposing opposition party now that BJP is sinking. Okay, time. so that so to re- respond to that, now uh, Dr. Anderson says that one of the reasons that RSS has maintained that they are not a political party is exactly for this reason, because oh. what they thought was that once. Uh, you get power you might get tempted into using it okay now rss is not a, a political party it is a social organization now but that's what euphemism that's all yeah, so what <laughs> but yeah. what what happened was ki once uh, and he predicted that bjp would emerge as a governing party at the center in 1998 2004 and it did but which also got in a, all sorts of people who were outside sang parivar who didn't know a lot about rss and the hierarchy and all those things and then uh, power also proved to be a temptation and which overtook ideologies of the party so because all these people started coming in into bjp because it is mm-hmm. your in central government right you need people so so how does it end i'm, I'm intrigued now that you have built up the it, climax it, it yeah, basically what, what he is yeah. saying is that now his next prediction is things are going to get worse for bjp before it actually mm-hmm. improves so we might see a few more battles being fought before the leadership a definitive leadership emerges and he, right now there is none that right, right now there is none nobody right lk adwani ka to abhi pura ye as i said apna vajpay if vajpay was at the center he, he, he all these things would not have happened is what he is saying because he was respected and part and it's very interesting this part okay the reason he was interested प्रचारक but he later on joined the political party so he, he got married and all but be uh, watchpai stayed a bachelor even mm-hmm. though he moved on to the political party he another reason for watchpai being popular and this is this these are only his thoughts he says that because he comes from a high caste brahmin family right all in the name of secularism Yeah, I mean, but this is what it is, right? He's talking real stuff here, and yeah. which is really insightful. I thought I had never seen it like that. He said, no, I'll, "I'll give you some more insights." 
what I feel as somebody who doesn't know much about politics, but from what I gather from what you spoke, is that when it started, when RSS was started by Mr. or it was Dr. K. B. Higdewar from Nagpur, and during that time he had said, all Hindus, let's get together in the name of Hindutva and fight the colonial powers, that is the British. Yes, but that was the single most priority and objective. So there was some meaning and there was some purpose. But right now, there is no purpose. There is no enemy. So you need to be in the news. And RSS for once is is in the news. It wasn't for a long time. It's like, you know what? It's like an IT worker who is on the bench, who doesn't have much to do, who comes to work. But he, he wants something. He wants to keep himself busy. And I'm I'm saying that because I am right now, you know, on the bench. So you manufacture certain things. You want to... Go and poke your nose somewhere. And yeah, you start gossiping up. and all those things. Yeah, so that's that's what's happening. Very simply, I feel. But the, yeah. but you know, you you picked on a point saying that let's get together as Hindu Hindus, right? Now mm-hmm. the way RSS defines Hindus is anybody who lives in Hindustan. They don't care. They they say now this is a big C, okay? They say that they don't care about the religion or caste. So now, in a way, it's, uh, they are trying to portray this as if. Uh, Everyone will be treated equally. But their actions somehow are not aligned, well aligned with what they are seeing. No, but this Indian politics comes out of this nicely. Yeah, I know. The news channels. I know. So let's see what whatever is going to happen. Another reason, just one thing you asked me, why didn't L.K. Adwani get sacked when he made that pro-Jinnah comment back in 1990, when they were in power? Mm-hmm. He only had to re- resign as Deputy Prime Minister. Okay, the... What, what Dr. Anderson says is that um, being a pracharak is very important in in the DNA of uh, RSS and BJP based hai, to obviously BJP may transform transfer hai. Now, mm-hmm. Jaswan Singh was uh, was no way affiliated to RSS. So, and when he was brought into the ministry in the government by Vajpayee, nobody dared to you know demand an explanation from Vajpayee because he was senior member. But hmm. now they got a chance to take him off and to take an, a non RSS guy out, so they directly asked him to quit. Earlier, LK Adwani, just one thing. Earlier, LK Adwani was only asked to resign from his post, but not taken out of the party because he was part of you know RSS earlier. Yeah, it's like a normal. I think uh, this happens in companies, corporates, yep. Yep. amount of favoritism. So it's just replicating that. <laughs> So let's just hope, you know, there is a phrase that you don't wash your dirty linen in public. Yeah, that is what so you're happening. Yeah. Yep. So let's see. Let's see. Things mm-hmm. are going to uh, go down before it Get comes washed. up, is what they say. But uh, Mumbai real estate is already soaring, according to this one sale that happened at a whopping 93,000 rupees per square feet. Ooh. <laughs> Man. Yes. So I, I said move man because we just moved from RSS to Mumbai real estate and I'm wanting that news to just sink in first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moved. But yeah, 93,000 per square feet is humongous if that's the word we can use because I live in a place where it's not more than 5,000 rupees per square feet I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you can wrong. totally relate to this thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Completely. Yeah, so the flat went for 28 crores. This is a flat in the in the plush Nariman Point area in Maker Towers, 17th floor. Pe hai you get a nice view of the Marine Drive. You can see the Raj Bhavan from there. But you need to have a lot of money. I mean, to to be squandering on some 3,000 square feet 
One of my friends got himself a one BHK, that is one bedroom hall kitchen, and he's paying twenty-five thousand rupees equal monthly installment EMI. Right. And if you have to buy slightly bigger house, the two BHK, it's fifty thousand rupees oh. every month. So if you're earning fifty k, or maybe a lakh of rupees, half of it goes automatically from your bank. Yeah, just put their bank account number. Yeah, seriously. So seriously, company to company transfer direct. and yeah and and you can in in the meantime you do some investment outside of bombay right in pune or some place that's that. a good idea yeah uh, so a lot of people are doing that these days and plus living in bombay it's somehow just not appealing to me but for you know the only reason i would want to live in bombay is in in you know near to the corporate world that is the only right. and the corporates also right now the way it is looking are, are not ready to move away from the traditional you know business spots like the andheri area or nariman point area and all those places they are not ready to go into thane or uh, new bombay or some place like that where you have ample space where your employees can have a better standard of living at a cheaper rate but yeah. they just are not ready to move i guess it's, uh, it will happen very soon there isn't enough land you can't or unless you want to build skyscrapers at uh, nariman point and all these places you will move to navi mumbai and thane and that is the next step that is what will happen yeah but let's give you an example tcs tcs is a big enough company which employs a lack of people in india it's got a, a very big office in thane which is not considered to be court or in that double courts mumbai yeah but, but you know what that is probably one of the best campuses tcs has in the mumbai region mm-hmm. okay because if you really go to that place now people might not understand what we are talking it just feels very serene it feels very quiet you got trees and uh, you know if you take a just go outside you feel good out there but and that back outside tcs there is a big dump of uh, <laughs> yeah. of 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 refuse of garbage and i don't know who gave them the permission to do that you suddenly you know what in india for all those who are listening outside somehow if somebody throws a couple of plastic bags people believe that that's the dumping ground there yeah, yeah, yeah. throw so, more let's throw more let's throw more yeah let's make this an official dumping ground so <laughs> it's like when you pass that street it, it, it won't be you won't be too guilty to throw something out there if you are eating a banana or something like that yeah exactly and and the next thing you know is that municipality has designated a kachra patti out there and is picking up the, you know refuse from there it would <laughs> municipality should just say we are not going to pick it up Yeah, you know? that would be the thing to do. Seriously, just That's not do it. That. You threw it there. Now bear with it, so that that it sort of teaches you a lesson not to do it again. Yeah. But we have gone way off topic from talking about a ninety-three thousand rupees per square foot plot to a uh, kachra patti. What else do we have then? <laughs> ah, well, yeah, we have we have a very interesting anti-ads campaign that got pulled off air because of Hitler. Anti-ads campaign. What is that? Aids. AIDS campaign. Oh, okay, I heard AIDS. Oh, did I, I say that? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. AIDS, AIDS. So uh, December one is uh, AIDS World AIDS Day. Which did you see that ad? By the way, I think I didn't see that ad. It got pulled off uh, YouTube, and now we can only torrent it probably. Yeah. But, and, and so tell, what is it about? No, it says it shows a guy having sex with a woman, 
and uh, and multiple people and by, uh, multiple women oh okay. and in the end they, <laughs> and in the end they show the face of the guy and it happens to be hitler and the line reads aids is a mass murderer oh and ironically uh, it's been made by a german company german oh, actual really? company so i think they took offense to see their leader being used for yeah, too, too much creative free, freedom i think too much creative freedom but i guess the advertisers have we get what you're saying we understand what you're saying but hmm. hitler uh, sitting up there might be going crazy it's like he must be saying it's 75 years or 50 years already please let it go now yeah it's difficult man all you know, the ones who might have suffered and all that so yeah that's the political but you know there are uh, since you mentioned creativity bit there are websites like uh, there's one positivedating.com Oh. Which you would be surprised that they it is a social networking site set up for HIV infected people. So you, if you are an HIV inf- infected guy or a girl, you register there online, like a BharatMatrimony.com. Right. And uh, there is a search engine which says, which says, okay, your name is so and so. Do you want a partner which is in vicinity of 50 kilometers from, say, Connecticut? Right. And you get to date, and uh, there are testimonials oh, on the site. Yeah. That's awesome. My my partner, life partner now. So yes, people are doing some creative bit uh, for people who already are in this uh, well mess or maybe this condition. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just it just bad luck. You get infected through you know blood transfusion or something like that. It's just bad luck. Uh, but that's very cool. And I there is another website another website called Second Shadi. by shadi.com it is meant for devotees and all so oh, that's a good one yeah. yeah that's another one also but yeah very so those were the topics uh, that we had for the episode number 99 now for episode yes. 100 we are going to do a special bit okay we are we are going to put out an audio podcast but to make it more exciting we are going to also record it on a video okay so we are going to put out a video podcast as well we are going to release both episodes so next time uh, say around midweek or around thursday next week ensure that you download the video version also right it's the first time for us too so it's going to be fun hopefully when we do it it's going to be fun exactly i don't know how it's going to turn out and we yeah. are going to be joined in by a special personality let's just keep it out there yeah do you want to say who it is Ah, uh, we can say that. Come on. Let's yeah, I think let's. It's enough <laughs> of teasing. We are going to have Gul Panag with us, who is a f- former Miss India, a Bollywood actress, a super intelligent. Uh, I mean, she has she she has her own opinions on things. Okay, so mm-hmm. she is not your item girl types, but she looks hot. Um, so <laughs> so we thought let's do a video thing. and uh, let's see how it goes out so don't forget to download the video podcast and tell us if you liked it okay yes because yes, we would if love you to do know that part yeah <laughs> if you if you do like it i am going to force abhishek to do it more often hmm all right and um, so let's see how that turns out don't and we are also going to announce the names of all you guys who have contributed for uh, the charity that we are looking out for the 100th episode that is contributing for cleft lip surgeries on smiletrain.org right exactly and uh, uh, we have earlier last week i had said that we had we have collected 870 dollars but i had missed out on a donation uh, of 200 dollars that had come in so now uh-huh. we have a th- we have collected 1072 dollars 
Thanks a lot, folks. All you guys out there. Thanks Very sincerely. Seriously. Yep. And you got to do more. Now, uh, do uh, donate more and we'll have your names out as soon as possible. But uh, we don't know if we will have the names out on the 100th episode for these la- of last couple of donations. But still, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I know that you're not doing it for because your names will get read out, okay? Do it because you want it and plus you will you can also get tax rebates. Smile Train is a registered organization. You can put it under your tax things. Okay. Oh, that's true. That's that's another exactly. Reason maybe. So, yeah. Uh, so um play, please do that. Go to triple uh what's our website? After nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> that's our website folks. Uh Aditya forgot about it, but I hope you <laughs> haven't <laughs> Go log on to theindicast.com. Do comment on the stuff that we spoke about, sports, politics, everything. Would love to know your opinions. Yeah, we are also coming up with a new design, web design of our website. Uh, go log on to uh, our website for the video podcast also. We'll be putting it out there. And yes. check it out, check it out. Please, I hope it is fun, okay? And uh, that's about it. Uh, and before we sign out, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter at uh, www.twitter.com slash Abhishek Kumar A-B-H-I-S-H-E-K-U-M-A-R and you can follow Aditya at A.C. Mahatri and uh, please do that please follow us that's about it for episode 99 bye 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 bye